Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Before we start this week, I just want to ask you, the listeners, to do us a favour. If you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or iTunes or maybe Pocket Casts or whatever podcast app that you use, please subscribe. It'll mean that you'll never miss an episode of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast again. And we have some really good content planned for you over the coming weeks and months. Likewise, if you're on social media, Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, go and like the Premier View Tipperary GEA podcast page. There's a few surveys and questions planned in the coming weeks, so make sure that you get your say on everything Tipperary GEA related. Right, that's the promotion out of the way. It's Colin here and tonight I'm joined by Cabo White's Mike McCarthy and Torles Arsfield's Sean Smith. Sean, Mike, how are things? Good stuff. Does it finally feel like there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, lads, at the end of this five month lockdown? Just it's great. Four, 20, was it 20, 30 days to games, and it's fucking mighty. Yeah, it's coming coming to an end, it feels like, with the, with the vaccine rollout, maybe as well. It might be a little bit slower than we expected, but it feels like this once we open up now and once the GEA comes back, that hopefully it stays open up. Um, Sure, we'll jump into it, lad. So last week we talked about Michael Tierney, I guess, versus Tim Floyd here on the podcast. Um, since then, Shane Brophy published an article in the, in the Nina Guardian last week saying that North clubs are demanding a county board meeting to talk about the ramifications of Congress reducing senior and intermediate teams in all counties to 16 teams. And the, the, the county board meeting is going to be um, in relation to the ramifications of that on, on the divisional championships. Um, there's also a South Board meeting expected to take place in the next week or so on the matter as well. This is good news for the clubs, lads, right? Yeah, it sure is, Colin. Um, the obviously the North clubs. Uh, this this is their second their second North Board meeting in in a couple of weeks, and 
I suppose the, the initial fallout came after the first one when 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 Tim uh, sent back the letter to the Guardian, and now the clubs are after meeting again, and and it seems unanimously unanimously want to want a county board meeting and are individually going to to request one off the county board. Um, yeah, sure. Look, it's a it's a good thing, um, and as you said, the the south board are, are planning to meet, and I, I haven't heard anything about a west board meeting or or, or mid board at. at this time but um yeah it's good to see the clubs i mean look i suppose ga is a, a democratic association and and the clubs want their say and 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 i suppose they they feel that they didn't uh, on the congress motion so they're they, they want to put their their speak forward at a county board meeting yeah exactly exactly i have a feeling it's going to lead to a couple of headaches for um the fixtures committee down the line but um we'll, we'll see what happens um, in the coming in the coming weeks and months on that one um, so we're recording this podcast, guys, on Thursday, April 8th. Um, so just in case you're listening to it a few days later. A few hours ago, the GEA unveiled the revised 2021 Masters Fixtures Plan for the club and county seasons. Um, for inter-county hurling, the Alliance Hurling League starts on the weekend of 8th and 9th of May with a minimum of five games for each county. Counties can officially return to county training on April 19th, which is just over a week away. And what's interesting here is that the Division 1 and Division 2 counties, they were all asked if they'd like a three-week lead into the league and get five guaranteed competitive games before championship, or if they'd like a four-week lead into the league and get three guaranteed games. And the majority of them wanted five guaranteed games. From a Tipperary viewpoint, lads, this is good news, isn't it? Yeah, we're on about it last night weeks on the podcast mentioned that we've had a choice between three or five games. We'd always want the more games, as we said. We can't go lining out with the same team again come knockout championship. We need to seize our new lads there for getting a couple of games for them. We know the older lads are like what they have, so there's no point flogging them either. So there's a great opportunity to get a few lads in anyway, for sure. Yeah, it's, um, it's great. I think... Um... That's the, the five games we, we said it loads of times we, we wanted the five games and and we got it and um yeah I think it's good news for for um, for Sheedy and, and the players and it, it gets five five games that they don't have to go looking for challenges I suppose and, yeah. and, and they can I suppose they'll be they'll be competitive to a to a certain extent and then you'll have your your uh, what is it four weeks or three week run run into the champ the first round of the championship on the 26th 27th of June and um, I suppose there'll be a bit of hard work done there for two weeks after the league finishes. Interestingly, there's no league final this year where the two top teams happen to meet in the championship. Other than that, it'll just be a, a league as as we all know it. Yeah, exactly. That's actually that is it, it is that weird situation that if um, it's like joint winners and they'll kind of be announced at the end of the year, I guess if if they've won the league or not, if they don't meet in championship, as you said, Mike. Like, do you think that's a good idea, or is it a bad idea? Or does it even matter? I guess it, that there is no league final. Like, is it just the case that look, just five games here, just get on with it. Everyone gets the five games. Let's just go with it. Yeah, I find that it could. They'll eventually probably split the leagues one A and one B in such a way. But like, if you're top of the league and you win your four games. You're considered a winner, like these league quarterfinals, semi-finals. Sometimes get in the way, and teams put out dead rubber teams just to get over them, knowing they won't. But again, now the league is going to start turning into a pre-season final world more so yeah. than it's probably going to go down in stature a bit. I think, lads, would you agree? Kind of, yeah. with the way it's going to go. 
I suppose this year it will. I mean, um, I, I think it's it's always been seen as a secondary competition anyway. And Ooh. yeah, it, it, I don't know. We we have a we have a strange thing in 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 the GA about leagues that we have to have a final at the end of them. Do you know, there's never <laughs> such a thing as a league and the top of the, the top of the, the. You see it actually. It's there in the rugby as well. I mean the. the the competition they play with the four, the four nations, Pro 14, yeah. the, yeah. 14 the, the top four teams have to go into semi-finals in that, and like the four team can then be the be the champions. So, and I, I suppose it's it's about it, yeah, but I suppose it's about keeping teams interested. I think that's you know that if they have no chance of win, being top of the table, at least they could get sneak into fourth and and, and have a run at, at the title. I suppose that's the, the yeah. thinking behind it, and obviously then knockout games bring money as well. Which is, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Probably being a little bit selfish here and maybe thinking long term on it. Um, I have a feeling that, like it might be good news for club hurling. Like it's setting the precedent that there is no league final, and that's kind of the, the championship game. If the two teams meet, it's like it doubles up as that league final. So it's just condensing the intercounty season a little bit more, which obviously gives the the club a little bit um a little bit more breathing space and maybe an extra week or two um if they need it. But who knows? Yeah, well, I suppose in the split season, it's probably not going to make any difference. Yeah. You no, know, because it's it's going to be set in stone that whatever the first of August or in a, in a non-COVID year or the first of September this year is going to be club action only, and that's it. And you can't run into that time. So, but uh, it probably it's probably the death knell for the um, that monster league or whatever that used to be played in January. Yeah. That's kind of gone now. I would imagine. Um, you know, anyway, regardless of whether it's COVID or what around you. Know, yeah, exactly. That's actually a good point. That's surely then the water. Right. So that's the league. Um, like as Mike mentioned there, that the provincial Leinster and Munster Championships, they're gonna start on the weekend of the twenty-seventh of June with a backdoor for beaten teams and the all earned hurling final then is fixed for the twenty-first and twenty-second of August. Um club championships can commence once the county has been eliminated from the championship. This means that potentially club hurling championships start as early as July 10th um, and then a club only window will run from the the first weekend in September um, and the provincial championships will take place on the the 21st of November is when the provincial championships start so that gives clubs about 10 weeks to run off county championships that's we probably have to be happy with that this year as we was seven or eight weeks last year I know I think we got we got 13, didn't we, last year? Did we get 13? Um, we, so we played six rounds of, of hurling and five rounds of football last year. So it was, it was ran off in 11, 11 yeah. weeks. And then you had, a, you had a week, was it, at the end of it. Um, yeah, it's, um, I suppose it's as good as, as good can be expected. I mean, the, the All-Ireland the All-Ireland final has still been played off in August. Um, whereas yeah. like we, were, we were always used to being played off the first week of September. Yeah. And, and even at that stage, some counties were only starting their, their club championships. So it's probably... It's probably no different to, to for for a lot of teams. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting one. I suppose uh, the the hurling. I suppose we're getting a, a back door, which is great. Um, the footballers don't have a back door, but I suppose by virtue of winning Munster, they're they're into the um, or being in the Munster final, they're into the semi final of the of the Munster football championship. But their first game could be could be against Kerry, depending on what way the draw goes now. So, um, yeah, it's interesting, but it's, it's good to have it to look forward to too. Yeah, exactly. Actually, w- one thing that's still up in the air is when club training can recommence um, 
officially, I guess. Um, like juveniles are back to 26th of April. So surely adults, they'll follow soon after, won't they? Like it has to be very early May at the latest. The GA are kind of afraid to say anything even on that. It's just um, restrictions permitted on the, you know, it's in bold. It's not even a rough date. It's zero dates, which is kind of, but again, I'd rather that than giving us something maybe, say they've said first May and come 20 something of April, like, oh no, again, like at least, I say it'll go on the levels when we get down because it is that's thing and they want to have open up properly not to have them half hours again that's the one thing yeah well I think last year in, in outdoor activity which, which seems to be a buzzword going around at the moment it, it was fairly <laughs> it was pretty safe wasn't it you know I mean and yeah. now that, that probably means that you're not going to have um, probably any sort of a crowd or certainly restricted crowds at, at games um, but I mean it, it did work well last year um, with the with the guidelines that were laid out, and I don't think there was any any cases attributed to actual running of games. Now there might have been to celebrations and whatnot afterwards, but it's certainly not to to the actual running of the games. And um, I think that's probably a, a, the best we can hope for. Again, there'll be a lot of lads out with their camera phones, uh, Facebook, and games again this year. I'd say you know so. It's, um, but yeah, when when are we going to get back? It's going to depend on Netflix, I suppose, when they say yeah. that, that people can can meet up, adults can meet up outside. And I think the talk is probably sometime around the middle of May, um, and look, hopefully we can. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Robert Healy is going to be in for a busy summer, I'd say. Right, so lads, we'll move on to another topic then. Um, well, similar enough topic, teams training. Teams training during lockdown. We had photos of Dublin training last week. Now Monaghan are on the block. Today, the Monaghan County Board released a statement saying that Seamus McEnany, the Monaghan football manager, is suspended for the next 12 weeks after video evidence circulated showing their footballers training. Like, that's, there has to be more than two counties at this, right? Which sure, I mean, it's the fourth one, isn't it? You know, what I mean, is it fourth? Well, you're down in Cork yeah, earlier yeah. on, and they, they got, or was it before Christmas? They got, yeah. they got done, like, but um, yeah, you know, I suppose it's, it's, hard, it's hard to say anything because you never yeah, know when yeah. it arrives at your own doorstep. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if there's four at it, there's gonna be 24 at it, you know, yeah, certainly exactly. doing some sort of training, I, I would say, yeah, um, but I don't know, it's. From a from a common sense point of view and ignoring what's right and what's wrong here, surely to God they could train somewhere that isn't easily accessible. Like even if it's not in an actual hurling pitch, they can surely find a golf course or something that they could <laughs> train. <you know? laughs> That's the one thing. And I seen a good old tweet earlier um about Kerry. You see that one? Breaking yeah. news. Kerry County Ward spent senior football manager Peter Keane for 12 weeks for not holding training session while every other county are at it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, that was very good, all right. Adriel. Actually, did you see the tweet from, um, oh, what's the new, the new GA president, Larry, what's his name? Oh, Larry Ad- McCarthy. Larry McCarthy, New York guy. See the tweet saying that um, oh, if you're suspended, you can have nothing to do with the team for 12 weeks. Yeah. Like, how do you enforce that? <laughs> <laughs> who, who is going to enforce yeah. it? What county chairman is, is going to stop his inter-county manager yeah. from going into training? It's just... It's naive. It's naive to think that it would happen. Like, that it ever happened. I mean, yeah. how many guys have been suspended and, and they're there, you know, sitting on the, the seats <laughs> behind the sub-bench, you know, yeah. making changes or whatever they're doing? You know, it's, 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a hard, and there's no game man going to stop them going into any game either. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. But why this like this happened weeks ago? Like, how is like why is it coming to light now? Or like, like I don't understand the mates. Is it just so oh, I'm not picking it up anymore? Somebody else has it. Is that the kind of way? Possibly. Yeah, but I suppose the, the dubs one was was kind of the morning. Was it within a week of when of of um, when it was made public. Somebody yeah. with the Monaghan lads must have a real gripe with them because they had a whole dossier on, on times and who was there and who was training. Like it seems they went to an awful lot of effort to to stitch the stitch yeah. the lads up. Some lad dropped maybe whoever's training got dropped instantly. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you I suppose as you said common sense column um like the Dublin lads there was nine Dublin lads and a trainer in a hurling field which is, yeah. what, three and a half, four acres uh, of ground. I mean, there was parks up there with three and four hundred people in them. And, you know, in a, in a tighter space, I mean, from a common sense point of view, it just didn't it didn't make sense, you know. But I, I can see where the GA are coming from and that, they're, that it, does, it doesn't look well for an organisation to be, to, to be no. going against the guidelines. You know? Especially when they're trying to open up as well. Yeah. yeah I'm releasing a roadmap today, like... They don't want that. Maybe they announced the thing so it wouldn't break in the news again tomorrow. Front page, you know, to kind of get out beforehand, and then we're a clean slate now and go hell for leather, like any more bad publicity. But sure, yeah. Twitter, Twitter seems to be the court, the, the, the courts now, doesn't it? You know, I mean, yeah. so somebody gets offended on on Twitter, and there's a pile on, and next thing you're the worst in the world. You know, yeah, I, I, I've seen someone blaming Fina Falling, Fina Gale for the Dublin one. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, okay. <laughs> oh. um, anyway, we, we'll move on then, guys. We'll move on to the next section. The next section is our newspaper roundup. Um, so first up on the newspaper roundup section this week is a Nina Gargian article on the Tipperary um, ladies footballers. So the tip footballers, they have a tough league group. They play Waterford first on the weekend of May 23rd, and then they play Cork in Dublin afterwards. Um, in another newspaper article, um, former Galway goalkeeper James Skell calls for inter-county inter players to be semi-professional and says that the GAA could afford it. He, Skell said that, however controversial this may be, but I believe the players should be paid. I am not saying paid full-time, but I do believe they should get some exemptions. Whether it be tax or paid part-time, that would allow them to possibly do a part-time job and then allow them to train at a very high level. What do you think, guys? Um, like, should players be semi-pro, I guess, or maybe get away from the GEA? Um, and if so, like, will the GEA actually ever go semi-pro or professional? Where do you like? Where do you start? Like, what's what's the professional salary? What is like starting point is like? What do you give? You give a couple hundred a week. To give them a thousand a week. Like, do you go on turnover? Like, you go on gate receipts and give them a certain percentage. Should be huge, but. No. Uh, yeah, I mean it'll depend on, on. Well, look, just look. I, I don't think it'll, it'll ever happen. Um, but like, should the Dubs would probably be able to afford to pay their players um, to be professional? Um, whereas Leitrim probably wouldn't be able to field the team. You know, with, yeah. with the money they get. I mean, you're you're talking about what a county with fifty thousand people or whatever. It's probably not even that in, in Leitrim. You know, and, and then a million, one point one or one point two million in Dublin. Like, yeah. Doesn't. You can't compare, so it's not. Um, you you have 
Supermax are our sponsor in Galway there. Like, would they have the capability to to provide funds to to um to pay the Galway lads? But I mean, Skehill is obviously I don't know. He's a he's a wind up merchant. Is, is yeah. what I call him. I mean, if you one line in it in that article says if you if you look at Kilkenny or seven or eight. You thought that they were a machine group, and then we came along in 15, 16, and seventeen, and then next thing Limerick kept coming along. Like Tip won in sixteen and nineteen, there isn't even a mention of him. Uh, Galway certainly didn't win in fifteen either, so I, I don't know where he's going. <laughs> he must think they, they won three in a row. Maybe the lads told him he was in high or something. I don't know. <laughs> Unreal, yeah. Per- like, per- personally, I think the GA should potentially do more, even if like if it's like they you know they play our grants they get. I don't know. I'm not sure whether that's GA or the government, but I would like to see maybe those increased. But like, look, let's be honest here. If you didn't want to do it, you wouldn't do it. Do you know, if to, to be an intercounty hurler, um, they do get a nice few perks. Like, how many players you see go driving around in brand new cars, like advertising for the various different um car dealerships, etc. Yeah. They, they get well looked after, you know. So it's yeah. I, 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 I don't think I don't think they'll ever go semi professional. I don't think they should go semi professional. Like the biggest selling point for the GA is that amateur status, and it's like it's known worldwide that GA can fill an eighty-two thousand seat or stadium to watch amateur amateur players and and so on. So yeah, no, I think it's, it's a a bit of a, a bit of a nonsense article by Skell. As you said, Mike, he's a he's a wind up merchant, yeah. actually. Just on scale, like you ever just take a dislike to a person for very little reason? Like that's that's um, <laughs> that's is how that, I is that not just Galway people yeah, in, in general, you know? <laughs> fucking matches, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but um, we we played lit in a fucking old Harlem match there, it was actually 15 years ago this month. Um, we, we played LIT in a, in a hurling match and Skell broke a hurley off um, Killer Ann's Ray McLaughney um, near the end of the match off the ball. And since then, I just have this mad dislike from every time I see him. Just like, <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a, he always came across as a little bit uh, touched. <laughs> yeah, to, to put it mildly, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he gets out there when he says that and he seems to get traction because so many people kind of Say not disliking kind of, but like to see what he's saying, and like Carl's not talking about, you know. So, yeah, but I suppose that that whole thing about the same, I don't know, maybe he does know what he's doing and, and he's trying to start the conversation. And but I mean, he's not obviously going to benefit from it, his yeah. career is, is, is mm-hmm. well over. But, um, there, there would be a cohort, I'd say, of people out there who do think that that the, the, the players should get, um. A lot, of, a lot more compensation than, than they do. Um, and I suppose, to, to, I, I don't know, maybe he has designs on, on getting into the GPA, but I mean, they, they certainly would have, while they never came out and said they wanted pay for play, that was, that's their long game, in my yeah. opinion. And that, that's where they want to, they want to take it. Um, so, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe he does have an ulterior motive uh, at play and, 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 and that's clickbait, isn't it? You know, yeah. geez, isn't every GA person going to click into that article just to see when they see about somebody saying they should go semi-professional? You know, to... I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing um, a breakdown, not bra- or someone actually calculating out if you did pay someone X amount, where would GA be at the end of the year in terms of finances? Like just to see, is it? I know it, at the moment, probably not feasible or turnover, but see if it is or the up tickets by a five or, you know, or some sort of, because they are getting good expense at the moment for yeah. traveling and 
there's a nutrition expense that's gone in and hurley's you know there is a good bit of money do you turn that then into salary instead you know do you twist that then mm. we'll see yeah, see, a salary is, a salary is taxable as well, whereas expenses aren't. Yeah, yeah. Well, like a, like an intercounty hurler probably doesn't pay for food during during the season. I mean, they get those um, the frozen meals. You know, they get them, they pick them up a train and they have them for three meals a day. They probably pick up two weeks of them at a time. You know, and I mean, they're on such specialized diets. They're it's not like they're they're going off to the, you know spending. I don't know, whatever, 100 euro on, on yeah. meat. You no, know, they, they have their dinners and it's provided for them. And as you said, Colin, like, this Joe Canning has a different audience every six months there from, from the crowd up in, in Galway. And it, it's a platform. And obviously, some have, have um, on the back of their, their following, they're able to, to make a few pounds. I mean, we spoke about it there last week. Orla the Wire potentially can make 800, 800 euro a post off, off her Instagram followers because she's up on. On was it thirty thousand? You know, so yeah. it's, I mean, there's there's opportunity there for for players to make on top of what they're they're in, on top of their wages, we'll say to, to, yeah. to supplement it. You know, on the back of their their GA um, following or whatever. You know, but one thing about going semi professional, do mention each mayor like it might benefit the weaker counties where players are focusing all their time to play in the game, not. Out doing three jobs or traveling home from different counties are out of the way, might have infrastructures, they're working in Dublin and traveling home. Like it might benefit again, but it's something just another kind of talk might down the line. But yeah. there will be some sort of years to come, some sort of money kind of thing that has to be or lads yeah. won't be able to do it. And smaller counties, especially like like what kind of big industries that are up in the northwest, not many, you know, it's kind of they're traveling over back train and it's when the age comes just kind of not packing in but you know what I might just say it's not worth it for myself I'm getting beaten that's it yeah the, the top tier teams I suppose are they, they have the back and then they have uh, I suppose they're, they're the successful ones so yeah. I suppose it's easier yeah. when you have that bit of success it's easier but any counties there are getting knocked out in the first round continuously I mean it's going I don't think that would ever be an option for them like what you compare it to the the um Electricity League. I mean, the the say. How many times do clubs go to the wall? I mean, we've seen Waterford, Cork, Cork, and who, who are one of the richest, were one of the richest clubs. They've gone to the wall twice, like, you know, and yeah. and and they're only semi-professional. So it's uh, it's very hard thing to do. Um, it, it it brings in the whole thing of ownership then as well. You know, I, I don't know how the GA would would uh, if, if they're to do it properly. It has to be equal across the board. That means every county gets the same same yeah, thing. But yeah. then, then you'll have some big businessman who will throw a million euro at, and then do they, we'll say, de facto own the county then? And can they? You no, know, I mean, like that's their business. Be, that's their yeah. the director of the company base. Yeah, so. yeah. No, or the director of the Harland Club or whatever. And they're their employees in the county stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a long way off. It's a long it'd, be, way. it'd be nearly as bad as um, a county winning and all earned and leaving their sponsor up on stage with the with the players. <laughs> <laughs> Limit, <is it>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. But my, my my worry on that would be like, what would it mean for like for players with their clubs? Like, if they're owned by the county and if they're paid by the county, would it mm. like clubs? They might still get to use them in the very short term, but long term. 
it just feels like it's going to turn into a rugby situation where clubs never see their players and they're playing with the well the provincial team in rugby but the, the county team in Ireland. Yeah, well, you know, maybe the split season is something that geared towards that again. You know, I mean, yeah. if you have a county player now, you're not going to see them until they're out of the county from yeah. the first of January until they're they're finished with the county. You, they, no club is going to see them. You won't see them on Zoom. You won't see them in the league. <laughs> <laughs> You won't see him anywhere <laughs> until they're bit, you know. Or if you're from Knockabilly, you might not see your county players at all ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll finish there for this week's podcast. Um, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again very soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.